The United States of America, 2,399. Great Britain, 780. Russia, 1,405. Australia, 468. These are countries bursting with Olympic success. This show is not about those countries or the athletes that represent them. This is about the other guys. The guys that have not won a medal. Not one. Not even close. These are the countries we are going to be following, as well as the athletes that represent them and their stories. This is Medallica, Minnows versus the World. Good morning and welcome to Medallica colon Minnows versus the World. It is episode 14 and we're finally back after a couple of days uh, because Gus has finally found his way to Rio. Gus, how's it going there, mate? Uh, hola, Rig. Uh, as the Portuguese say, uh, I am in Pior Desde or the worst place ever. Um, <laughs> it, is, it, it is just, uh, as you said, a bullet-ridden... Uh, fire-scarred hellscape, and uh, things haven't gotten any better since you left. Yep, well, we're all about people exchange on the show, and uh, we obviously wanted to send you over there uh, so that you could get a taste as well. It couldn't all just be me taking up all the funds. Uh, but no, we'll move... Oh, no, <laughs> and, and, and also, and also pe- people exchange is, uh, is the uh, Brazilian commercial word for kidnapping. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll move forward. Yeah, we will. Uh, we move forward into... Uh, Surveillance on Sadibi. So, I feel like this segment is now redundant, but we have the soundbite, so we're going to use it. Uh, so, the surveillance currently on Sadibi is that he must be back in his hometown of Awagadugu, uh, but he showed a lot of, as the Burkina Fasans have said on our Facebook posts, courage, which I have no idea oh, yeah. what that translates to in English. It probably means uh, could have done better. Yep. Um, how, however, the the Burkina Fasans are notoriously tough on their uh, on their Olympic athletes. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, but I tell you, who should be feeling a bit harder on himself uh, after his effort in the games is uh, one Mister Kim <laughs> Collins uh, from Saint Kitts and Nevis, oh, the pride of his country. Uh, I don't know how long that title is going to last now. Yeah. No, no, not not at all. And and I think uh, I think he's he's uh, discovered that uh, it doesn't matter how many Olympic games you've been to, if you are going to dead set phone bin uh, and just jog through what everybody else in the world is calling a sprint, then eventually you're going to get found out. Oh, definitely. So for for those of you that uh, heard our heard our last cast, which feels uh, like eight days ago, um, what had happened was Kim <laughs> Collins. Kim Collins uh, ran his heat and uh, he famously said that, uh, look, I, I only come, you know, fourth or better. Uh, and he lived up to that in his heat. He came, for, uh, came fourth uh, and he qualified 19th fastest uh, for the, uh, I, I mean, Ugh. I don't know when you start, when you stop saying 19th fastest and start saying second worst in the semifinal, uh, but that's what he did. Oh, um, now, now is, now is, when. N- now is the time. And so he's uh, he's gone into the semi final and he's done uh, he's done ten one two, which is just not cutting the mustard right there. Despite it being many many seconds faster than you or I could run the hundred, uh, at no point have we said uh, that we are in any way qualified to compete 
in an Olympic final. So ten point one two is effectively it, it's it's the worst possible result for him. Oh yeah, it's 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 just a bad result in general for uh, armchair experts like you and I. Uh, we we can sit mm. here and we can say, geez, they've really uh, crapped that dismount. Uh, but in reality, uh, the the thought of, the, <laughs> the thought of the thought of doing a half pike into anything uh, makes a little bit of pee come out. So I uh, I, I, uh, I I know that I couldn't do it, uh, and and nor nor should you. I mean, it's uh, I've uh, I've seen the guy snap his leg like a toothpick and have no uh, no oh, desire to do that at all. Jesus. But at the same time, uh, I am I am personally offended. Uh, I, I'm personally offended because uh, because Kim made a promise to you and I uh, through yep. general media uh, that he would f- <laughs> that he would finish no worse than fourth. Yep. And we we, we took and he's just come yeah. through and he's just given us the finger has because he we we took him at his word as uh, as oh, I think yeah. you're about to say we, uh, the, yeah the the, uh, the the delay of this uh, of this call is making uh, the smooth. <laughs> Uh, uh, coordination of this podcast slightly more difficult than usual. <laughs> However, yes, we d- <laughs> we did take him at his word. We did, uh, and we we took that word uh, to dangerous financial extremes uh, by by placing a ridiculous multi <laughs> uh, on him and our other feature athletes. And uh, we have just we have lost uh, twenty dollars each. And uh, do you know what? Those dollars are becoming uh, ever more important, especially after these uh, last minute trips to Rio. Uh, that that we've that we've taken out of our budget, which was zero dollars to start with, so we're, we're not doing too good. Oh yeah, well, we've 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 basically taken Rio at their word, and our entire uh, budgeting uh, for this podcast has been similar to their budgeting for the Olympic Games. So we're going to be in debt for the next ten years. Exactly right. Just recovering. Yeah, uh, University of Sydney, you're going to have to wait uh, for me to pay back that debt. Uh, but we move on to uh, we move on to uh, to the man the, the last man standing, uh, Mr. Jonas Kinder. Now all eyes, mm, all eyes, yeah, all all eyes are on uh, are on this man now. He uh, he came out now. We we at the beginning were in his corner. Uh, we had the first, I think, podcast interview with him uh, in in one of our initial shows. Um, it was uh, probably his last podcast interview. I would say it was received. Uh, you, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was well. It was received, uh, and so <laughs> that's, uh, so that, that, that's that's all uh, we're going to say about him there. But what what is what he uh, what he's done since is he's gone onto the uh, well. He's been interviewed by the International Olympic Committee uh, refugee team uh, social media manager. Uh, and they they've got a they've got a clip up of him on Facebook, and he's there, and he's talking the talk. Uh, and it's time for him to marathon the marathon in a couple of days. But he, uh, you know, he, he went through that interview and, uh, you know, it was, it was hard to watch. Not because uh, of anything bad, uh, but it was just, uh, you know, she just kept asking a lot of questions. She didn't understand. She was a lot like you and I in a younger, simpler time when we were interviewing Jonas. Oh, Giannis. yeah. Yep. And, uh, and, and that's the thing. It's like uh, people are just jumping Jumping on our coattails now that we've oh, yeah. uh, we've uh, blazed blazed the way yep. uh, as as far as hacky Olympic media goes. Um, yep. And uh, and the IOC themselves uh, they've gone. You know what? Uh, if you can't beat them, join them. Yep. And uh, and so we've actually received an email back uh, from the Olympic press secretary that previously told us that we wouldn't be able to get an interview with Giannis until after his event was done, uh, which <laughs> uh, which quite simply which which quite simply just says you win. Please record again. 
Oh, fantastic! I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure how to I'm not sure how to take that, but uh, but I, I assume we're now IOC employees. Ah, oh, that's the best. Uh, might I think your hips and my hips would also be hurting uh, the way that the IOC is jumping on our dicks right now, but. We've got uh, the thing. The thing about Kinder, though, is uh, well, you found out something uh, something about Giannis, uh, about his personal best time, and uh, and how that's going to fare for him when he goes in the marathon, haven't you? Yeah, well, I mean, I was looking up the uh, London Marathon times uh, to get an idea of where Giannis might sit if he runs his PB, uh, mm-hmm. and the answer is pretty well. Well, uh, he would he would finish tenth if uh, if those same times were uh, were run again. So he's wow. in the he's in the hitting zone, and I think considering. Uh, the uh, the sort of the preparation that he's had, and I'm basing this purely off uh, the weird selfies he's taken of him lunging uh, with various <laughs> Rio Rio monuments in the background, uh, which, as I, as I said to you, is is similar to something that I expect from my parents. Um, it's it, it's it's he's gonna he's gonna do well. I think he could wipe uh, actual Earth minutes off his personal best. Wow. That's uh well I mean that's that that's that's what we're here for to see if uh to see if he can uh, bring home the chocolates in in any form really 10th I think he'd be stoked with that. Uh so yeah that's great but it's or, gonna... or, or physical chocolates he'd be he'd, he enjoys those as well. <laughs> just would, phys- just phys- would, just phys- phys- <laughs> Just physical chocolates because the food is that unpalatable in Brazil but we'll come to that later because now it's time <laughs> because now it's time for a segment we like to call Olympics now. Right, so oh, we've uh, we've got we've got a uh, we've got a few things to come here. Uh, we we've missed a couple of days, but uh, wow, wow has some stuff uh, come to the fore in the last couple of days. <laughs> it's just awesome, and I, and I and I think Delish. and I think one of them j- that just kind of that that takes the cake or takes the brioche, if you will, uh, is this. Uh, <laughs> This bloke, he's uh, he he's he's gone up against the hometown hero uh, in the pole vault, uh, and he's uh, he's he's gone up against the hometown hero, and the hometown hero has prevailed in front of a strong home crowd. Now, during the event, he is being just booed and jeered mercilessly, uh, and and you would have thought that that <laughs> you would have thought that after the uh, the hometown hero had uh, himself won uh, and was up on the dais, uh, that the booing would stop. It didn't. Uh, nothing, nothing is worse uh, or angrier than a crowd of Brazilians who are starving uh, and economically deprived uh, and wanting one of their own to win. It was just absolutely yeah, all, all, intense. All, 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 all tens of them were angry. Oh, <laughs> it, <laughs> it was actually ridiculous. Uh, they, uh, the, the, the young Frenchman goes up to uh, receive his silver medal and he was still copping booze. Now I don't know about like <laughs> I don't know about you, but like tears tears of joy are meant to happen when you you know you recognise that you know you've just come second in your discipline uh, in an entire uh, field of athletes that are considered the best in the world. Uh, but this dude was just mm. crying at how he'd been treated, uh, and it you know what it doesn't end there. He he came out and said afterwards, and uh, look I. I might just be uh, it, it might just be his emotions running high, but he compared himself uh, to Jesse Owens, the uh, the black uh, runner and oh, long jumper what? from the 1936 no. Nazi Olympics uh, that was uh, in, in front of Hitler. Yeah, yeah. He was comparing his that treatment is, to that. That is, 
Yeah, well, I mean, I actually saw that live, uh, and it's an it's an interesting one. Um, I was I was I was one of uh, I was one of a dozen people, and I was one of the booers. I've got to be honest, because uh, because you you could tell that uh, that Renault La Villainy uh, was uh, was definitely a villain, and uh, and was was a, a guy who was going to produce some kind of uh, horribly dark comedic gold, like comparing himself to uh, a a very well known uh, historical uh, oppression figure. Um, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, so, it's, I'm it's, sorry. Also, I just. I just uh, am losing my shit here because I, I assume that when you had said that, that you said that you were there watching Jesse Owens at the 1936 <laughs> Nazi Olympics. <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I was just I'm, a young boy I'm, of eight. I'm a, I'm a time traveller. <laughs> a, a time I'm, lord, yeah. I am looking uh, I'm looking well for a man of 85. Um, but... Uh, but but uh, as we're going to touch on later, um, that uh, was not by any means uh, even uh, even the most uh, disgraceful uh, part of the pole vault. Like the pole vault was action packed; oh, it had yeah. everything. But oh, yeah. yeah, look, but- it's that uh, the, if if you're French and you're getting booed by Brazilians and you don't know why, uh, then none of us do. We don't we don't <laughs> get why the Brazilians are hating on the French. There doesn't seem to be historical mega beef there. I sort of <laughs> feel. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, booing the French uh, is actually a classic European pastime uh, in every country except for France. Uh, so I'm actually surprised he wasn't used to it. Uh, but I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess you wouldn't expect it in South America. Uh, maybe he was tearing up, uh, and he's just like, oh, it's just like home. But uh, we move on. <laughs> we move on to a to a different area altogether. One of our favourite areas. Uh, and uh, yeah, well, one of our favourite areas, but uh, not one of the IOC's favourites, uh, the waterways of Rio, uh, where something uh, quite interesting happened to the Brazilian sailors. Well, look, I'll tell you what: what goes around comes around, doesn't it? You are uh, yep. you fail to clean up your shitty waterway, and then yep. uh, in return, uh, when one of your sailing crews is sitting in second, cruising towards a uh, a silver medal, uh, both literally and metaphorically, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to hit uh, a a shitload of uh, old baby doll heads and <laughs> junk, aren't they? <laughs> oh. and, uh, and and this this is the greatest. The quote is: "We were in second place, but we hit rubbish." Uh, says Brazil Samuel Albrecht, who finished eighth. I mean, the, the headline could just read: uh, it, it 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 could and should just read. Uh, open quotation marks. We sailed junk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, it's it's because like I reckon everyone would be super pissed, but then the organisers are just in uh, in what I assume is like the war room from Doctor Strangelove, just looking at each other, going, "Hey, I thought. I mean, we cleaned up the sofas. What do these guys want? I mean, it's just, <laughs> if it's not sofas, it's bloody baby doll heads, isn't it?" <laughs> I know, or or actual human limbs, but uh, but yeah. the, the waters are not clean. Yep. <laughs> they yeah, are not. Yeah, no, it's at it, all clean. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's I love that. It sounds like a, a great new song. Uh, the human limbs isn't that far away. It's like Guanabara, what is <laughs> Guanabara Bay featuring human leg. Nice. <laughs> oh my god! It's uh, anyway. So uh, so I think the irony of uh, of uh, the Brazilians being robbed of a medal due to the uh, the horrendously polluted waterway they didn't clean up 
uh, is is poetic. Uh, so mm. yeah, mm. we'll move on. Uh, move move on from that. What else we got? Yeah, so we'll move on from there. Uh, I mean, look, as as impressed as we are with uh, with Brazilians' waterways, we're we're that much uh, more impressed with uh, the athletes' chosen cuisine uh, through these Olympics. Uh, <laughs> Brazil, it seems, does not have a lot to offer in this arena. Uh, and so what, uh, what has been reported is that uh, a lot of athletes, and we're talking a lot uh, of athletes, are just slamming down Maccas like you would not believe Mm-mm. to the point yep. that they've had to impose a maximum item limit per person. There are people walking in there that that there are people walking in there saying, "Yeah, you know, give me a five pack of nuggets or whatever." It's like these guys are like each Olympic athlete is like two drunk blokes after the pub. Yeah. it's like it's yeah, like three a.m. You're always going to order four times what you need. Exactly right, and so the 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 limit is twenty items. They've had to impose a limit, and it's twenty, and they're still having problems. <laughs> I, I just want to make the point that if you order 20, 20 packs of nuggets, then that's 400 nuggets. Like, yeah. My my maths may be flawed. However, yeah. that seems like about 350 too many nuggets for a human. It's so good. And so Newsweek had kind of investigated this and they're just like, well, we just assume uh, that all the athletes are eating there because, you know, the only thing that's in the village is a Macca's and like the cafeteria, which is garbage. Uh, literally garbage strewn across the floor. Literally garbage. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> they're serving up human limbs. No, uh, but they're uh, <laughs> it's f- full of protein. Uh, uh, yeah, so no, curry. no, but they're uh, they're actually saying um, that people are actually go that the athletes are actually going there um, even while they're still in competition. Uh, there are reports apparently of the Chinese basketball team uh, who have eaten nothing but macas since they arrived. That's a, that's fair enough. I mean, if if you've flown halfway across the world and you're confronted at the airport by a bunch of cops and firefighters with signs that say "Welcome to Hell," <laughs> and by the time you get to the by the time you get to the Olympic Village, you don't have a shower head; you just have an old Brazilian man flipping you the bird in your shower. <laughs> like you, 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 you're going to go for something that you know. So I can see how uh, yeah. the internationally renowned shit stained food of the Golden Arches is actually. <laughs> Hortic cuisine at <laughs> Rio. Oh, it's just so good. But uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you wouldn't want to go swimming after you've had 20 items of Maccas. I mean, but I mean, with Rio, you, <laughs> with, with, with Rio, you just wouldn't want to go swimming. Uh, as we found no, out, uh, no. their waterways are polluted, but now we head back into the infamous green pool. So, uh, so <laughs> the, the, the saga, the saga that is the pool. Uh, so, as we reported, uh, reported, as we reported uh, a couple of days ago, uh, so the, the, the first uh, car, uh, the first pool was, uh, it went green. Uh, nobody knew what the go was. Uh, they said it was soupy in texture. Uh, and then the pool next to that also became green, and everyone's just like, WTF, what's going on? Uh, and there has been uh, a bit of a, well, a response, but I'd like to think of it as an excuse. Uh, what have you heard there, Gus? <laughs> yeah, well, look, uh, the, the Brazilian um, organising committee uh, are trying to pin this on, uh, on anybody that they can. Uh, I jumped off the plane in Rio and uh, Mr. Andre Gustavo Richer 
the acting president of the uh, Brazilian NOC or uh, organising committee has approached me um, and I assume he thought that as we shared uh, part of a Christian name that I'd be fine to just take the rap on this. Uh, <laughs> basic, basically what's, uh, what's happened, uh, according to them, which as we know means absolutely dick, uh, they, uh, they, they have gone, um, oh, no, 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 we t- we, it's fine. We've gotten to the bottom of it. Uh, what happened was uh, that uh, a, a cleaner um, who was supposed to put 160 litres of chlorine in the pool put 160 litres of hydrogen peroxide. We've all been there. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> yes. But, but then, then went on to say, oh, but he also put 160 litres of chlorine in, then continued to put more chlorine in to fix it, didn't tell anybody then the pool turned green. It's like, uh, how unmonitored Jesus. are these things? Like, they're, they're, spo- they're supposed to be, uh, like, electronically monitored. That's the whole point of, a, of an Olympic pool. But no, <laughs> apparently just uh, some old fat bloke named Alfonso uh, is, is, just, <laughs> is just in a small square room with a bunch of unlabeled drums. <laughs> Have at it, mate. <laughs> Uh, not only that, but uh, but fun fact, uh, the which may explain a lot. The president of the Brazilian organising committee was born in 1928. Ugh. No wonder shit is fucking up. Like I, I don't I don't mean to cast aspersions on octogenarians, but I'm going to. <laughs> if if you're if if you're 88, uh, then you you probably should should not be organising a uh, an Olympics. If if we're if, if we're being fair. Yeah, because when you were born, black people weren't allowed to run in them. So maybe yeah, yeah, so, uh, he, he legitimately witnessed the Jesse Owens thing. Yeah. That, 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 that should be the rule. He was if, with if, you there if, on the day. He was with me. If if you if you saw Jesse Owens uh, run live, you're not allowed to organise an Olympics. That's the new rule. <laughs> That's in the new Olympic Charter. Oh, great. Uh, but uh, but uh, but. It, it, do you know what? Uh, yeah. In terms of the Olympic Charter, I'm sure the the original uh, one that called for sportsmanship, uh, as well as uh, you know, kind of honour in your oh. country and, and all that kind of stuff, uh, would have included a hefty paragraph on uh, what would be the golden age of arts and crafts in the Olympics. Uh, which is why <laughs> we're heading to one of our favourite segments called Craft Olympics. Craft Olympics. Yes, yes, we are, and we're back in. As uh, any uh, avid followers of the show uh, would know, um, Crafty Craft Olympics refers to uh, the Olympics arts competitions that were held between 1912 and 1948. Love them. Uh, uh, so uh, we're we're looking looking at the Craft Olympic uh, uh, event of uh, painting subcategory <laughs> applied arts and crafts. <laughs> <laughs> WTF um, uh, so, subcategory? Th- th- yeah, for some for some reason, the painting categories of the of the craft Olympics just continued to be renamed and recategorized <laughs> at every Olympics. Like every every games, they'd be like, oh, no, "We don't want any watercolors. We're going to have uh, engravings and etchings." Uh, anyway, so uh, 1948, um, applied arts and crafts. There's no gold medal awarded, but for the only time in Olympic history. The silver and the bronze both went to the same dude. What? You cannot win two medals. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? 
Uh, Alex Diggleman from Switzerland. That's definitely not a real name. That's a, Piss that's off, a Alex. Dickhead. Piss off, mate. You, <laughs> you can't, can't be, be doing, doing that. that. Winning or gold, uh, a silver and a bronze. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and that's the thing. Applied Arts and Crafts, uh, the two the two works were called, the silver medal one was uh, World Championship for Cycling Poster and the bronze was World Championship for Ice Hockey Poster. It's like this guy literally made two posters, like year seven projects, <laughs> handed them in. He's probably the only he's probably the only guy to enter, and they're like, "Well, we can't give him a gold because these are pure shit." What should we do? Uh, I don't know. Give him a silver and a bronze. Oh uh, my god! That's the it's it's the only oh, possible explanation because that, oh, yeah. no one no one can win two medals in the no. same event. It's Freaking impossible. No, that's the equivalent of me. I used to enter in these shitty little competitions where it was like, in 25 words or less, tw- tell us why you enjoyed The Little Mermaid <laughs> or something like that, and you win like a free DVD. And I'm just like, I bet oh. I was the only person that wrote into those people. I was the only person you, you, that wrote that, 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 that thought about an answer, wrote it down, put it in the post, bought a stamp. <laughs> the, this guy's done the equivalent, but obviously the equivalent back then was the Craft Olympics. I walked away with a. I walked away with a DVD of Blade, and he walked away with uh, a silver and a bronze medal. <laughs> what the hell? It's it, it's so great. Anyway, uh, so uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's the the story of Alex Diggleman, uh, who I I just assume is is the freaking Baron uh, parading <laughs> as 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 another guy. What's what a what's a, a what's a regular name, Alex? Diggleman. Diggleman. <laughs> so bad. All right. Well, that has been Craft Olympics, which means uh, we only have one uh, segment left, but it is uh, one of our favourites. It's the uh, it's the donut donut spotlight. What do you got for us today? Yeah. Well, mate, uh, it flows in uh, deliciously from Craft Olympics, which is uh, which is great because that's how we planned it. Um, it is uh, it is uh, the spotlight on the small nation of San Marino. Yes. Uh, so San Marino, zero medals. Um, the uh, the closest that they've uh, that they've come um, was London twenty twelve. Uh, Alessandra Perilli uh, was mm-hmm. very close to a bronze bronze medal, um, but finished fourth. Uh, it's, it's the highest highest that anyone from San Marino's uh, finished uh, because she finished eleventh at these at these games. Or is it because when I typed <laughs> when I when I typed San Marino Olympics into Google, the first hit was uh, this article in the San Marino Tribune, which reads, San Marino siblings win gold medals for dance in Olympics. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh? <laughs> uh? Anyway, it turns out, uh, turns out these children um, uh, won uh, a gold medal at the Junior Olympics um, for dance. Yep. What the hell? For dance. Uh, and uh, and not only that, but uh, creepily, it was uh, it was like ballroom uh, ballroom dancing and Paso Doble uh, dancing, <laughs> but their brother and sister. Uh. Which, uh, dance of love. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, as, so uh, so <laughs> here's here's oh, David and Debbie Johnson with the lomb- <laughs> with the lambada, the forbidden dance. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so uh, look, I'm gonna. I'm going to call this one. I reckon. Uh, I reckon San Marino are off the mark uh, yeah? because I don't think that I don't think they're going to get uh, they're going to get any better because uh, not only did did the uh, the siblings win a gold medal, uh, however, uh, Nathaniel uh, Chen, which is the male part of uh, of the sibling duo, and mm-hmm. his other partner 
Liza Slimovic were also named junior, junior American smooth champions. <laughs> smooth champions? Yeah, that, that they won a gold medal in the smooth competition, which oh is God. just starting to take the piss. Like, Sounds we're, like oh. we're into the craft Olympics, but <laughs> but if, if if there is going to be an Olympic event which is basically picking up, uh, then the wheels are going to come off the Olympics real quick. That is ridiculous. That actually sounds like something that should be uh, like a sponsored part, piece of content on radio. And coming up, <laughs> and coming up, smooth champions. We've got Michael Bublé. <laughs> Coming up first, followed by Chris Isaac. Don't go anywhere. Oh, oh smooth champions! Uh, love hey, it. Anyway, anyway, I so, did. Yeah. I did say uh, that Donut Spotlight was our last segment, but it's only because I've forgotten the George Stewart Robertson mm. Thanks for Coming Award. Thanks for Coming Award. Now, before oh, I and- get into this, I need to educate some of our overseas listeners. If you're listening to us now, there's a very common expression uh, used. Uh, in Australian parlance, and it is he slash she has won by a bee's dick, and so that is used. That is that is used when uh, the margin of victory is so small uh, that that is is equivalent uh, to a bee's penis. Uh, but in this case, uh, a Japanese pole vaulter has lost uh, by a regular sized dick, and that is his own mm. penis. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> he's a, so so. Yes, as uh, as as Rick has said, Japanese pole vaulter uh, Hiroki Ogita um, was uh, nailing uh, the pole vault at uh, the same competition where uh, where uh, where Bugate um, with uh, with the French the French competitor occurred. And there is a very candid image. If you uh, jump online and just type in <laughs> Japanese pole vaulter Olympics, um, basically the uh, the moment at which his uh, his manhood betrays him and decides to d- decides to jump outwards from his uh, from his pants, thus uh, knocking the pole um, off its uh, its holding place about uh, about six meters above the ground. And it's just it, it, it's just uh, a a part of him resting on the bar as his dreams are crushed. So uh, it's so... The, the the jokes are the jokes that have been doing the doing the rounds are great and uh, and, oh, and so most good. like feel, feel for the guy because because uh, because he really his Olympic dreams um, did come uh, crashing down but at the same time he has dispelled a uh, a rumor about uh, about uh, men of Asian descent uh, <laughs> not being well endowed. It's so good. Uh, some some of the headlines include "Ah nuts, Japanese pole vaulter." <laughs> Uh, ha- has a has Olympic dream uh, ruined? Uh, but sometimes, as is the case with a lot of things, sometimes the simplest route is the most effective. My favourite one uh, is Japanese pole vaulter's <laughs> Olympic dream crushed by own penis crushed by his own penis. Yeah, <laughs> so great, amazing. Yeah, crushed by his own penis. Oh. He's a really evocative image, isn't it? It's it's great. It's oh. great. Well, I have to head off, and and so does Gus uh, as he dodges bullets uh, in Rio. Oh, yeah. Yep, so (laughs) make sure to get those samba moves going because the hips is where they aim for. So we're going to (laughs) leave. We're going to leave you with one there. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, same time, same place. I shouldn't say same time, same place because they change every day, but you get the drift of what I'm saying. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys, for listening. Subscribe. (laughs) See you later.